Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. You don't hear Gavin yelling because he had to leave for the dentist. He has a dentist appointment at not 2.30. It's at 2. Yeah, I know. I told him to reschedule. Anyway, this week we got some uh, fucking, we got news. We got news minute. We didn't even get to all of it. I wanted to talk about the Hollywood uh, actors and writer strike uh, a bit more. Uh, hopefully we'll get to that next week. The news should still be fresh and there may be more developments. But we talked a lot about Ukraine and the developments there. And we talked about just generally, what, what the hell is going on? What's going on there? What, 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 how much further are we going with this? What is, what is, what's the end goal? Uh, we also talked about a little bit about LGBTQ conservatives say that they feel misled by Ron DeSantis. Uh, I question why they would feel that way, given his history. He has made it very clear who he is and what he stands for, which is just hating the people that say they feel misled now. We talked about the movie, this movie for this week. We, we talked about uh, this week, Death of, The Death of Solon. It's a 2017 comedy about, uh, if, you can, if you can fucking guess, the death of Joseph Stalin and just the sort of shuffle for power that happened afterwards everyone's scrambling to be the next you know the next stalin uh next week we're going to talk about the movie 65 the dinosaur movie with adam driver it's in the past or maybe the future or it's both who knows slash cares anyway watch the death of stalin on tubi for free or wherever else they have it uh if they have it on a different place by the time you're listening to this uh because we will be spoiling all of it you have been warned Anyway, there are timestamps in the description, so you can skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, use that or don't. Whatever. It's up to you. And without any further ado, let's jump the hell into it. So have you seen this? Have you seen this article? Conservatives feel uh, LGBTQ conservatives say they feel misled by DeSantis. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I could have told you that. Look, I meant I'm not even to... I'm not even gay. And I could have told you that. Well, I have. So I haven't read the article. I've been meaning to. I just haven't. Uh, like when I remember to, I don't have the time. And when I have the time to, I don't remember to. That's um, awesome. But just skimming it, one quote says, uh, it's like he's going mask off, said Brad Palumbo, a Michigan-based libertarian journalist, libertarian journalist, the cat's out of the bag. Um, when was the cat ever in the bag? I don't know. When, I don't, when like, did Ron DeSantis If this was the, the, the 50s or the 60s, if this were the 50s or 60s, I could at least like sympathize and be like, yeah, it takes a while for information to get from state to state. I get that. Right. Even then, like, even then, if, even if lim- information was a little limited, like that's what he's running on. That's what he's been running on. That's been his brand yeah. that he hates yeah. gay people and he hates transgender people and he hates well, no, his, his so many fucking is, people. I hate anything that I call woke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woke is when you don't like me. Woke is when you're black. Woke is when you're gay or trans. Uh, woke is 
when you are not hateful enough, even though you're still pretty hateful in the, in the case of when they went after uh, uh, Donald Trump or not mm-hmm. it was like that, uh, that, that DeSantis war room video. So stupid. Why is it called a war room? Who are you at war with? Right. Well, I think they ripped off the name from Trump. Like that, like yeah. Trump's people had the, the Trump war room and they're just trying to steal his thunder. That's so cringy. He's he it's wants, our war room. It's, dude, we're not at war with anybody. It's what we call our war room. He wants to be Donald Trump oh, so bad. I don't he, even think that. I think he just he knows that um that Trump is sort of the the linchpin of power here, and yeah. he wants to he wants to be that linchpin, right? So he's trying to copy Trump the best he can. Yeah, he thinks if he copies some of the Trump aesthetics, can, he thinks if he does the hand Trump, thing, only Trump can pull off the like trump brand stupid yeah well like chris christie was kind of trump before trump and like he's kind of bringing back that energy a little bit but like you gotta have like a high level of not giving a fuck to achieve that so it's kind of paradoxical if you want to be that linchpin of power like ron DeSantis does then you're never gonna have it and you know what sucks though it's like at any debate He's got everyone beat because he's been president. Oh, Trump does? Yeah. Yeah, he's also just the best shit talker, aside from Chris Christie. I think they're... Yeah, I think Chris Christie's actually pretty good. He's pretty good at shit talking. Dude, he's been that guy. I will will never stop calling him in my head Chris Crispy. (laughs) I will never stop calling him that. The only reason that he wasn't that guy in the last election is because uh, his his people told him not to. Right. Right. Like they were like, no, you got to be like a standard politician at the worst time to give that advice. Right. Yeah. But only I feel like only Trump could win a campaign by not being a standard politician. Yeah. You just you uh, you either have to be. Uh, just the most charismatic maniac in the room, like Trump, or you have to be like someone with a fucking vision, you know? Right. Well, it's it's kind of funny too. Whenever he holds rallies, like a lot of people just get bored and leave. Yeah. What Trump? Because he's just or yeah. uh, what people get bored at Trump rallies. Yeah, and they just leave. Yeah, he did have a pretty strong like dip for a while. Like he's been like on the comeback but for a while he was just coasting right it was I, sad I just, to watch i don't even know i just i i hate um all the excuses that conservatives and republicans are making for him when it comes to these indictments well you mean like uh, i did everything right and they indicted me when that right. when that happened well, when he I did also, everything right yeah well i also really hate how trump is doing kind of a like a russian kind of move where he claims that the left is doing something that he's about to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of been like a lot of like conservative strategy. Just like yeah. claim that like the left quote unquote is doing something uh that they aren't doing but like the Republicans are doing. Like they want to like, right. they want to groom your kids. Also, we want child marriage. We, yeah, and child labor. And child, yeah, we want our child wives to go into the mines. Yeah. But the, but the, the gays are grooming the well, kids. it's just ironic, too, because they're like, they're like, you know, oh, all these leftist people are grooming children. It's like, what do you think the Catholic Church has been doing? Yeah. For, like, ever. 
How about you clean your own house first? Yeah, buddy? and in the case of the Catholic Church, it's actually true. Yeah. How about you clean your own fucking house and then worry about the left? Right. Yeah, that's just wild. But yeah, anyway, back to the the article here. LGBTQ conservatives, first of all, what are you doing? What is that combination of identities? It's yeah. like love the sinner, hate the sin, but you're the sinner. I mean, I can imagine like someone in the LGBT community being like, yeah, I agree with tax breaks and small government. Yeah, I guess. But like, I don't think they realize that most people who advocate for that also hate them. Right. Yeah. I mean, if your thing is tax breaks, like Democrats, like aren't that different from Republicans when it comes to like not taxing billionaires and shit. Like they're right alongside the Republicans when it comes to like economic shit, like like keeping yeah. the rich rich and sending another almost trillion dollars to the Pentagon. So I don't know. The only difference really is social issues. And if you are an LGBTQ conservative, um, that's the one issue where you would want to side with, with with Democrats because they hate you less, you know? Like that, it just doesn't make sense. Especially, like, why would you pick Ron DeSantis as your guy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. His whole brand is that he he, hates you. You think he eats pudding like he fingers his wife? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, dude, no. I bet. I bet he can only. I bet she only lets him do that. I bet he only. She only lets him do that. No shot. That those fingers have ever touched a vagina. Smell your fingers while you jerk off. I'm not gonna let you. We we. I only allowed Freaky. you to make to. I only allowed you to have two children with me. I think he has two children. Yeah. After that, just keep on smelling your finger, bro. Dude, there's no way his hands have touched a vagina. <laughs> he probably thinks it's woke. For the, like, he probably thinks the female orgasm is woke. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's 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 the long and short of that. Why? Why, why, first of all, as an LGBTQ person, if you've like expanded your horizons to the point that you can accept that you're gay and you're not trying to like convert yourself, why are you still a conservative? And also, why are you picking the guy that hates you the most? Right. That's the long and short. Well, even then, I mean, I I would also argue that Trump is a, as a person who um, has talking points based on opportunity. So when DeSantis says something that's increasingly unpopular, Trump just says the opposite because that will be popular. Right. Yeah. He just says like what will, like you said, make him more popular. Like he, he said, doesn't, he like, doesn't oh, believe in much. Like, oh, they're going after the LGBTQ. I'm the most pro LGBTQ except for that time that I banned trans people from joining the military. Yeah. Except for the time where I tried to bring back don't ask, don't tell. Right. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. With like, uh, like LGBTQ people for Trump. Like, that's something that Trump used in his own campaign in 2016, and it's also something that Ron DeSantis, or at least people affiliated with him, have attacked Trump for, but he doesn't believe in it. So he can just... It's almost like a... If you go after him for being too pro-gay, he'll just say that he hates gay people if that's, you know, where the tide is is going. And if you say that he's hateful, he'll say that he loves gay people. I mean, it's a shitty like hateful feedback loop yeah of trump saying something dumb and then desantis saying something dumb and then trump saying like oh that's dumb and then desantis saying oh that's dumb 
And then Trump saying, no, that, that, that is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. See that that's kind of what makes the Trump versus DeSantis conversation interesting. Like in terms of like who's worse or more dangerous to have in office. Cause like DeSantis is just pure evil and he knows what he's doing. And you can make the argument that at least with Trump, you can like convince him to do a good thing, you know, broken clock and all that. Yeah. Like he did uh like the the first step act and he like released that uh the fucking grandma from from prison that dealed weed on accident. I'm, you know, I'm going to make a prediction here and I'm I might be jinxing it. I think Trump's going to win again. I yeah, no, I I don't really see anyone beating him. Well, and it's not I think he's, not he's definitely going to win the primary but lose the general. I I mean, I I I think he might win the general. I don't know, because like in terms of a general election, Ron DeSantis does stand a better chance, but that's only if he can get through the primary. Because I, I think a right. lot of people are turned off to Trump just himself, because he you know tried that coup that time, and he's just kind of they don't care throwing away. No his one popularity. fucking cares. It was so illegal that no one knows how illegal it was. Yeah, like it's that's it's I don't know. It's so dumb, and I just but, the thing is I I heard I heard one um political analyst I forget what channel it was or what news source it was, but he was saying that like Democrats really need to just start like abandoning third party stuff and just backing Biden because I think I I agree with him that I think Biden has been doing a decent job as president. Personally, he had a, he had I think find that good or a good first half. I think he's been doing fine. Um, and I, if we can't get our whips together and get behind Biden and be like, okay, this is our guy, primary, go. Um, I, I don't see how anyone's going to win against Trump if you can't get the support base behind you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, from what I've heard, the, the polling just isn't there. Like, Trump isn't like he's not popular amongst the general population anymore. He doesn't have to be popular to Republicans. He just has to be the guy. I mean to win the primary, yeah. Yeah, same with uh, Republicans will just back him. Like if he's the guy that they've chosen for the primary, Republicans will just back him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've I've seen a lot of like like they they've been getting really factional in, in the Republican party. So they I mean there's a solid chance that like they could just run like, like someone might be dumb enough to be like, no, I don't like Trump. I'm going to run as an independent and then siphon votes away. But I don't know. Even that I, the polling that I've that I've seen, it, it doesn't seem like Trump has a good chance in a general election, at least from what I remember we'll see. seeing. Maybe maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Um, but Biden, his popular popularity is also kind of he's lost a lot. Like he he got a lot of a big boost, especially among young people with like the student loans thing. And then like, I know it's not like his fault that it hasn't like gone through. But I don't know from what I've seen, like after like, you know, this the steam got taken out of it, the wind got taken out of his sails. Um, you know, it just seems like people have kind of cooled off on him. They're like, yeah, whatever. So. I don't, a lot of I've, I've from what I've I remember seeing something like uh, I think it was like 60 percent of people uh, like Democrats when asked, like, do you want Biden to run again? They're like, nah, we want someone else. 
So right. I think I mean, it's I think it's I think it's a race to the bottom. I, I think, think it's think I think it's we're just comparing who's Trump, less unpopular. It's going to be Trump that's going to win. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I just I hope that uh, I hope that Trump, Trump isn't reelected, re and I hope that Ron DeSantis isn't reelected. Like I remember the elected. first time in 2016 when Trump was elected, and everyone was like, "I'm moving to Canada." But this time, I'm serious. Like this dude did, like he did sedition. He tried to overthrow the fucking government. Yeah. Like, like and this time, I'm like, no, I'm gonna. If it takes me being a refugee in Canada, that's what I'm gonna do. I don't know. I mean, people said that last time. Yeah, that was before he tried to overthrow the fucking government. Yeah, but now it, it's just kind of a footnote. Is it? Like, people I mean, don't like shown, January 6th. He's shown 6th, the willingness but... to do that. He now knows what he has to do to overthrow the government. He will yeah. put whoever he needs in the DOJ, in the FBI, in the CIA to do what he says to do. He's just going to overthrow the fucking government. That's what he's yeah. going to do. He does not fucking care about the Constitution. He doesn't care about rules. He doesn't care about institutions. He just cares about maintaining power. Yeah, we really should have just barred him from office after that happened. But, but just seemed is, like the, the it seemed like the like the movement wasn't really there. Well, that's the thing. You can't just bar someone from running for office. They have to do something that is enough to bar them legally from running for office, which requires the justice system. So. It's not just as easy as saying, now you can't run for office. It, you, you have to, like, sue them or, like, bring them to criminal court and then prosecute them and then find them guilty of a very specific crime that bars them from running for office. You can't just bar them randomly. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it would be. It would have to be a random thing. Like, it's not like he did something that just someone didn't like. Like, there were crimes there. I just don't think it was... I don't know. I, I'm not a legal analyst, so I can't really say anything with 100% certainty. But, you know, from where I've been sitting, it seems like just the strategy hasn't been there to, to really get him on anything. Because, like, there, he's well, done I mean, a number of things. Even if you don't want to do anything January 6th related, like, I'm sure you can get him for something well, serious they just, enough. They just got him for that. They just, I mean, they just, uh, they just, uh, pros or what is it? Uh, Fucking not subpoenaed. Subpoenaed, maybe I don't know. Anyway, Are they? Uh, anyway, they arraigned him. They arraigned him on January sixth stuff. Uh, Forty five counts. Yeah, dude. Something. There's been so much going on with him that like I've lost track. So what exactly did he get? Get uh, the book thrown at him for? I don't like just gen All I heard was just fucking January sixth. We charge you with January sixth. And ironically enough, it's forty five counts. So <laughs> eh, that's kind of funny. It's like um, it's like Avatar. We're channeling all of the past presidents to prosecute you, right? Um, I, if I had to guess, it's probably like this riot, this uh, insurrection posed an actual threat to American democracy and our government, and Trump's um, inaction is counted as an action. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that they can like do something to make it so like he can't run before the election happens. No, I mean, even if, even that. if they That's send him to jail, happen. like he's still going to be able to run. Like, there's got to be mm -hmm. some way to bar him from running for office. Or if there isn't, like you, I don't know. We gotta we gotta get on that. Seems like a um, massive I wanna, oversight. I want to mention another thing about January sixth. This one, um, I, he's a congressman, 
but he was ta- he was defending Trump about January 6th. He's like, no, there were troops on January 7th. And it's like, yeah, well, it's the 6th where we needed them. Yeah. So what the I'm fuck sorry, are were they Were they about? time travelers? Like, he's like, yeah, there were troops on January 7th. And it's like, the, yeah. So, you know. Oh, Wait, so that's a defense of Trump? Yeah, he's like he did order troops on January seventh. It's like, yeah, there will there were buildings on uh, September the tenth. Hey, I'm hungry. Can you make me a meal tomorrow when I'm gone? Right. That's yeah. They 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 gotta they really reach when they're defending him. Dude, it's it's stinky. It's just fucking stinky. It is. It is. It's very stinky, stinky, and it's like the emperor clearly has no clothes and. All they're worried about is re-election, and they're saying the most stinky bullshit fucking, like, what are they on about? What are they on? Like, I can talk to people about tax stuff. I can talk to people about uh, about immigration policy, foreign policy. I can't talk to someone who's not based in fucking reality. Yeah. Who doesn't know, who's just like, blah, 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 blah. JFK Jr.'s coming back. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, ah! they're just, they're, Sorry. They're I just had to get crazy. that out. I just had to get that out of my system. I just had to get that out. I'm sorry, dear audience, that you had to hear that. Yeah. Dude, I, I think, I think QAnon, uh, now that you bring that up, the, it reminds me of a thing I saw. I think QAnon might be on like a strong downturn because I've seen more and more people be like, wait, hold on, hold on. So do we even know who we've been like getting information from? Like I saw a, a thing on, it was on whatever conservative subreddit or, or something. A guy was like, yeah, I've been like a hardcore QAnon or, um, but I got into a fight with my family. I've been getting into fights with my family about this. And I don't know. I've been thinking about it, and I feel like maybe they might have a point. Yeah, it's They're it's like, funny. All do the, we all the predictions? Do we know who Q is? No, no. <laughs> do we no. know a name? No. no. Do we know a pseudonym? No. We know no. a letter. We know a fucking letter. <sighs> so I don't know. Maybe that's something to be optimistic about. Anyway, we got more news to get to. We are going to be able to cover yeah. how much. So we got about an hour and a half like, until you are at the dentist. Until I'm at the dentist. So like probably like. We have like an hour. Yeah, an hour about. Yeah. Um, so we got the Hollywood actors and writer strike. We got Ukraine developments. The Twitter thing. We don't got to cover the Twitter thing because it's kind of been a while. Um and uh, Minnesota governor funds schools for the next 400 years. That's fucking uh, awesome. I love it. Traverse City Hair Salon. I think salon. that was a line item veto, too. That's it was. Fucking funny. It was. It's such That's a fun story. Funny. That's so great, dude. You just take out the part where it says, like, 2024. Yeah. And you're just like, no, the 400 the point, years. Yeah. No, and the point that I was going to make is that I don't think it's uh, as, like dangerous of a thing as people are making it out to be um but that's that's to, something to discuss further if we do that segment uh but we also have traverse city hair salon the lady fucking went crazy did you see that yeah and i think i think the department of justice is getting involved Fuck. i didn't maybe. hear about hang that on, i may be wrong no hang on i might well, be wrong on that. Let me we can we can google that if we do that segment so that's that's all to say 
uh, in this choose your own adventure, what uh, what what do you want to cover next? I know you did the Ukraine thing, so if you want to get to that, we can do that. Um, let's see. Oh, it's the the city clerk got involved. So not the DOJ. Not the not DOJ. Very far. Not the. It'd be cool if it was the DOJ. If Merrick Dude, Garland can we get like, Joe hey, Biden with with a fucking machete in there? Be like, what's going on, Jack? <laughs> Why a machete? What is he? What warrants a machete? Look, you know, desperate times and all that. We sent all of our fucking regular guns to Ukraine. <laughs> Come to find out. Let's just cluster bomb the area. Can we cluster bomb the Traverse City Hair Salon? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what segment? Uh, I'll let you choose what see. segment are let we doing see. next. Let me see. I actually, because I typed up a little bit for the Ukraine stuff, so yeah. I want to. Yeah, wanna we can get type to that. Up, I want to talk about that. So, um, a, a coup happened a couple, like almost a month ago now, like about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago. Um, in Russia, a coup happened in Russia. Uh, essentially, uh, Yevgeny, I think his name is Yevgeny Prigozhin. Um, he decided to turn his troops back and march on Moscow. March on Moscow. Air quotes. Um. Because the defense, the minister of defense of Russia had been calling in like missile strikes on uh, Wagner troop positions. Don't know why. That sounds dumb. Uh, but Prigozhin was pissed, and he decided, "Hey, I'm pulling all my troops out, and we're going to go to Moscow." So they did this whole thing to Moscow. Even some of the Russian army joined them and defected, but- and they all went to the gates of Moscow. And then just said, eh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's where I think the story is. Like, yeah. Russian Why? coup, okay, <laughs> yeah, we've been there, whatever, shit happens. But they're almost being a coup is what makes it interesting. It's like, what? So here's the thing uh, people are, are, are confounded with. Uh, the Russian military is in Ukraine right now. Right now. They have the Russian... Uh, National Guard to to protect like homeland security, I suppose. Right, but um, definitely not enough to protect against Wagner. Um, and Yevgeny Prigozhin had everything in his hands to go and overthrow Putin and then become yep. the next leader of Russia. Um, and for some reason, we don't know why, he just said, "Never mind," and then. Instead of being killed by Putin, which we would expect to happen next, he was exiled to Belarus, and then he came back from Belarus, and now he's back in Russia. So, hmm. here, what what doesn't make sense is can I before one, we get into wh- it? Can I tell you my theory? Yeah. All right. Dead and night, one two in the morning. Uh, <laughs> this guy gets visited by the spirit of his old employee. And he says, you've been, you've, you've been bad. You don't know the Christmas spirit. Then he gets visited by three ghosts who show him the error of his ways. I don't think he slept that day. I don't. Maybe he took a nap. I don't know. I'm just working with the information I got. He's like, hey, before you walk on Moscow, I need you to take a nap. All I know is this guy was there and ghosts are real and they teach you the meaning of Christmas. Before we overthrow government, let me take power nap. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... What is he supposed to like invade Moscow on an empty battery? I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But um You gotta think, Gavin. 
here's the confounding. Here's my thinking. Here's the confounding elements here. Tell me your um, equally valid theory. So one, why didn't Putin just have Prigozhin killed and assassinated? He seems to have not had issues with assassinating people in the past, yeah. especially now with a direct threat to his authority. It seems like this would be a good time to kill someone. Why didn't he do it? One, maybe he needs Prigozhin. Maybe Prigozhin is important for some reason in the whole Ukrainian war thing. Uh, maybe, uh, and kind of more scary for Putin, maybe Putin just doesn't have the power base that he used to have. Maybe he literally cannot kill Prigozhin. Maybe Prigozhin has enough support within Putin's inner circle that he literally just can't get him killed. Fuck. Um, so, so this guy Prigozhin, what, what is what, what is his rank? Like, is he like a general or is he like he, a higher? He's not up? even in the military. He's the he's the like for all intents and purposes, I suppose the like CEO of Wagner. Of the Wagner Group, which is a, a private mercenary group mm, that the okay. Russian military has been using. Um, he's not even a part of the Russian military. Uh, he's been working with the Russian military, but he's not a part of the Russian military. And it's funny because as far as the fucking Carfax checkout for like what Progosian actually does for the Russian military, it just says catering. <laughs> it just says catering. And I love that. I love that for Russia. No, That's you know what so that funny. reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of? Uh, the, what? So I was at a comedy show the other night, and this guy yeah. was uh, talking about how he was, like, trying to buy a house, and the bank was, like, going over his, like, financial records. And he, like, yeah. has a day job, but he also makes money as a comedian, and you have to, like, sign tax yeah. forms at, like, each club that you perform at. Right. And they have you write down job title. Like it, it doesn't. They like don't make you write anything in particular. There, you can write whatever you want. It's just you know you're you're a comedian there. Um, so what he would do is just like him and like other comedians would just write down whatever makes the other comedians laugh the most. So it's like so I see you have uh, uh you got paid for work as uh, chief boner inspector, <laughs> and I. I am tickled by the thought that this is also simultaneously happening in the Russian military. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, all I know is that Prigozhin got his start selling hot dogs in Moscow, and then somehow he, through a weird, intense fucking chain of events, got a fucking audience with Vladimir Putin. See, and the American Putin dream like, is alive and well within the Russian military. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, it's really just blatant corruption, because Putin was just like, "Hey, you want to be corrupt with me?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah. And and then he started Wagner or something. And he's no, I think he started catering to the Russian military, which is like food, like feeding the Russian military. Yeah, I know what catering um, is. No, I mean, okay, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, he started catering to the Russian military, and uh, and then he was just like, you know what, I can do this. And then started his own fucking mercenary group. And I don't, I don't even see that's just... the American dream. You start out in the mail room and then you start your own company. I suppose. Um, anyway, the big questions now are why is he still alive? How is he still alive? What, 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 uh, what combination of people and decisions has maintained his life? Yeah, that is weird. Maybe 
could it have just been a ploy to like get more money for for his mercenary company? Why would you want more money when you could overthrow the Russian military? When you could overthrow Good the point. Russian government? Maybe it's more trouble than it's worth. I mean, if you were offered you know, whatever position, president of the fucking Kremlin or whatever, would you take it? Would you take that target on your back? I would, yes. You would? I would. Yeah. If they're like, hey, hey, you, hey, you, you want to, hey, you random kid in Traverse City. You know what? I Did I just dox myself? No. <laughs> no, you can say oh, what hey, city you. you're from. That's legal. Um, hey, you kid, do you want to be the fucking next leader of Russia? I'd be like, just don't kill me on the flight, but yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you know what? I'm I I'm I think I've changed my mind. I would do it as a bit. No, and then I would get there and I would say, Hey, I want a hot dog. Can Progosian give me a hot dog? And then um and then I'd be like, Okay, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna set up uh I'm gonna set up a government. I'm gonna I'm gonna set up a government, uh a republic. I'm gonna it's gonna be democratic, and then after we have our first election and a new guy is chosen, I'm gonna step down and go back home. Yeah, and then they would be like, yeah, so we're going to do our corrupt thing, actually. Yeah, so we're going to kill you now. We're going to kill you and do more corruption. <laughs> oh, and your family. Yeah, because we're afraid that you're going to make your family the next Ru- Russian leaders. All right, here's here's my plan. All right, yeah. I go there. Yeah, hey, I go hey. to every individual soldier in the Russian military and in the Wagner right. group. I'll throw them in, too. I kiss all of them on the lips and forehead gain their favor and their support so i can't be wiped out i can't be taken off the map without a serious disruption to the russian system all right 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 then i go uh, to all the other the higher ups and their little oligarchy they got going on and i'm like listen guys you can't get rid of me i have the entire military on my side so here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna have some money <laughs> It's not a lot. It's honestly yeah. less than uh, what you would spend on a meal. Uh, I'm going to have some it's money. It's literally going to make you laugh. You're going to laugh when I ask you for yeah, this. I for need, the amount that I'm going to ask I want $30,000 a year. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hang out. All right? And I want you to be nice to me or I'll cry. And if you don't... <laughs> <laughs> or I'll cry. And we all know how uncomfortable that makes everyone in the room. Yeah. And when I say cry, I don't mean like the like the silent tear down the cheek sort of thing. I mean ugly cry. My face is gonna be distorted. I'm gonna be making weird guttural sounds. And I will make friends with all of your parents. And fuck your mom. If any yeah, and if any part of this supply chain is disrupted. I will kill myself and people will be mad at you. <laughs> That's my plan. If I'm offered uh, the position of uh, the president of the Kremlin. Oh, actually, sorry. I actually, I missed, I'm mistaken something. So if I'm made president of, of Russia, the first thing on my list is ending the war in Ukraine. I want to make that very clear. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, not, I would throw that in too, I guess. No. Yeah. No, I'd be like, Hey, let's stop that. Uh, let's not do that. Uh, and then since we're a new government, just say we're a new government in the international. Oh yeah. And also hand Putin over to the international criminal court as a show of good favor to the West. Um, no, here's what, here's how I would handle the Ukraine conflict. I would say, all right, guys, here's the plan. We will, we'll, we will, I'm using a lot of air quotes here. We're going to claim Ukraine. 
but it's going to be like a China Taiwan situation where we just kind of look in their direction and say, you're ours, but they're like their own thing, right? Everyone's happy. They get to do whatever they want, but we claim them as a dependent on our taxes. Is everyone good with that? (laughs) And they'll be like, "Eh, this country don't have dependent. Then I'd, be like, don't have. then I'd be like, it uh, yeah, seems that we're we at an impasse. Russian, so we'll need an interpreter. Yeah, I'll, I will pull out my comically long rifle that I will use to kill myself and make everyone disappointed in them. I'll just take out Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, fuck I'll it. Like, hey, no, I'll this. just I'll continue to speak English, but more loudly and slowly. <laughs> I'll be like, so if you don't pull out of Ukraine... <laughs> I will kill myself. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, uh, don't do me any favor. And I'll be like, but I'm friends with your parents and they will have questions. Right. They will ground you. Yeah. They will ground you. Dude, Thanksgiving will be weird if you don't pull out of Ukraine. <laughs> I just think it's funny if you did that and you went to the UN and you're just like, yeah, Ukraine is ours. Uh, just letting you know. And they're just going to be like, no. Yeah, we'll be like, but can we claim them as a dependent on our taxes? We'll and the like, UN would be like, "Are you? I'm like, sorry, are you filing taxes as the government? Who, who are you paying who taxes, are you to? taxes to? <laughs> who have we been paying taxes to? <laughs> who are you paying taxes to? And then, Where and then I, going? and then I who empty out. And then I empty out my offshore bank account <laughs> that has all of Russia's tax money in it, and I flee to Switzerland. I just think it's really funny that it's just like, yeah, I've been paying taxes, and they're like, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. Who are you? Who are you paying? Who are you? Oh, it's just a, it's a group. I, it's like somewhere. It, I, I guess they're called the Taliban. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They, I. They just say we owe them tax, and so we've just been. <laughs> the Taliban is just my shell it. corporation that I use to extort money from the Russian government. Yeah, and that's that. canon. That is that. <laughs> that's canon. That's canon to this show. Uh, so you pay taxes too. <laughs> anyway, you want to touch on cluster bombs and then uh, get to another yeah, story? Let's have this discussion. Yeah. So do you want to? go. Do you want to? Do you want to do the setup? First? Yeah, you can go. I pee first. Yeah. Okay, I need to pee first. You can talk about the, the thing. Uh, can you hear me? Will you be able to hear me? I can. I can you'll hear you, hear and me? you'll. You won't. I'll just. I'll. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about Gavin's mustache, which has been working. It's been. It's been working. Uh. So we we talked about this the other day. Um. I think that the discussion that we had was less productive than it could have been because we both didn't have the complete story. I had just listened to a segment on it and I was like presenting the information to Gavin. I imagine he had heard about it before uh, me mentioning it to him. But basically what's going on is cluster bombs uh, have been, um, they've been kind of controversial because like, yeah, they blow shit up. But the way that they work is they detonate like a bunch of small bombs and they have they have historically had a very poor dud rate, like half of them just don't go off. And then later on, civilians come across them, usually children pick them up and they don't know what they're doing and they blow off an arm at best or at worst, they die. Uh, so that's why 
123 countries have... Thank you for complimenting my mustache. You're welcome. That's why 123 countries have uh, signed treaties banning the use of cluster bombs in war. So their use is an international war crime, uh, but also the United States has a law, and I have not researched this. This is just going off of what I've heard from commentators that know more than I do, uh, what what they've said. Uh, The United States... Uh, on its own has a law banning the uh, like the distribution of cluster bombs that have more than a one percent dud rate and the ones that we're sending to ukraine have like a two to three percent dud rate which is a lot better than they've historically been but still that's two to three percent of those bombs which there are a lot of not going off in an area that civilians will be in uh after this conflict is over but the supposedly the reason that we're sending cluster bombs is because we've just run out of regular munitions, which I question how we got to that point. How have we run out of just regular guns and bullets? I don't get that. Um, I don't I guess I don't know enough to speculate on what could be the problem there. Um, and Gavin, you can jump in whenever you want. I know you're, you're back. Yeah, now. so. Um, internationally for like a couple hundred or with about just over a hundred other countries, um, cluster bombs, uh, are illegal. Uh, of those countries, the United States, Ukraine, and Russia are not in agreement with that. We don't, we, we're not a part of that. The only thing that, um, America, the only place where America is in its own wrong is that we said that we wouldn't export any cluster bombs with a dud rate of more than one percent which we are to ukraine but that's our own self-regulation that we're breaking which i mean we've done that before i'm not saying it's right to do it now i'm just saying like it's not anything crazy that um this isn't anything like new yeah um yeah i think that's the sad part i mean yeah so here's the way i've rationalized this because i you know i i this is an illegal war uh, from uh, in Ukraine on behalf of Russia. Um, we wouldn't be in this position if Russia didn't invade Ukraine in the first place. So for if Russia's getting all up in arms saying, oh, you're breaking your own rules. It's like, yeah, you made a treaty with the Ukrainians like 50 years ago saying you wouldn't invade them. So uh, I uh, fucking whatever. Yeah. When it comes to... Um, uh, when when it comes to like civilians potentially picking them up, I hope we make technologies that are able to find un undetonated cluster bombs and can detect them, detect them, and we can get them. And it would have to be a very new invention because, from what I've heard, they're incredibly difficult to to uh, to clean up after. Because mm. first, you got to find them. Uh, and that's difficult. So they'll usually just sweep an area and just kind of try to set off as many as they can, which itself is destructive to the environment. But I don't think there's any guarantee that you can get them all. So you are risking uh, blowing up children, uh, to so, put it a bit hyperbolic. And, and that's the thing, though. Like, and you're right. You, you are risking blowing up children. But the other thing that's risking blowing up children is this fucking war. Yeah, well, that's why um, I say, how have we gotten to the point that we've run out of regular non-war crime munitions? And I have a theory on that, because um, I don't, I don't, I don't make f- 
fucking military stuff. But I did work in a pharmacy. And Close they enough. Talk about, Different kind I of mean, weapons. In principle, in terms of regulation, kind of. So, um, in the pharmaceutical biz in America, um, especially for controlled substances, uh, manufacturers of those controlled substances uh, can only make a certain amount dictated by the government. So that's why we have things like Adderall shortages, mm -hmm. because these pharma uh, pharmaceutical companies can only manufacture so much legally. Um, I think the same might apply to making munitions and making weapons um, and explosives and bullets and et cetera, et cetera. So I, uh, it, it might be that. And these cluster bombs are kind of like what we got. It, it's sure. kind of like what we have that we can export um it could be something else again i'm not a military logistics dude i don't i don't fucking know well i would um, question then if we're already guess. you know breaking the law to send these cluster bombs over we're not why breaking any law we're not breaking and we're not breaking international law because we did not sign off on those laws okay i mean i didn't know that we did, we did not, not sign, sign on off that. on that no. uh, if that's true uh but we are breaking united states law yeah but we and again like explanation but not an excuse yeah but we do that all the time yeah but i mean that doesn't change the fact we are breaking our own laws so if we're already working around the system why don't we just lift whatever cap may be in place on you know manufacturing normal munitions well, and that's the thing that's just a theory on my end i don't actually know why right. we don't have enough munitions that's yeah. just the only thing i can think of yeah i'm saying it if that's be, the case why not just it could lift be that we're cap. just like dry out and we just don't have enough of a certain material to make whatever yeah i don't know it could be a logistics issue it could be supply chain issue i nah. um if it's a supply chain issue like come on u.s military you guys are the best at that like well, Good God. I think it's also an, it's a symptom of how much the government gets screwed over by like weapons contractors. You know what I mean? Because like they'll I mean, we spend be, that's we an educated guess. I mean, we spend more than the next. What is it like 10 countries combined on our military yeah. and we don't yeah. have bullets. Meanwhile, we're it's spending like, bullets. well, like a thousand dollars on screws. Well, also, it could be that it's not like we're giving them our supply. Is we're giving them like a storage unit of supplies. So these these are like supplies that we have laying around that we don't need because we need to like do our thing too. We do a lot of stuff in the Indian Ocean. Yeah, we got to do our own imperialism. It's not imperialism, Alex. It's not. It really no, is totally imperialism. Not. Totally not. Imperialism would imply that we're we're actively controlling these countries and their legislation. If, in fact, we're we're only really allowing f for the safe uh, the, the safe conduct of free trade, right? Yeah, because we would totally let these countries that we're occupying do stuff that our, our Which fucking countries government are we occupying like. in the Pacific, for instance. I mean, do you I want mean, me to rattle off a list? I did not I mean, prepare we, that we ahead of time. I mean, we have like a military presence in Japan, South Korea, um, in Australia, just to name a few. But to say that they're like colonialism, that's that's kind of blowing it way out of proportion. I mean, it is imperialism. That's like empire activity. That is not. We just have a military base. And I suppose these other countries have military bases on U.S. soil. 
That's something I'd have to research, but I would not be surprised. I mean, it's it seems like it would be pretty hard to argue that the U.S. does not engage in imperialism. I think the jury's pretty much like like the jury's in on it. Look up. Are you googling? Does the U.S. engage in imperialism? Are you googling whether the U.S. engages in imperialism? So the definition of imperialism is a policy of extending a country's power and influence through uh, diplomacy or military force. Mm-hmm. Uh, extending our influence through military bases all over the world. Why else would we do that if not to extend our influence? Even if it's for a noble cause like you say it is. Even if it's to uh, facilitate free trade. Even if it was just purely that well to allow the facil- the facilitation of free trade it's kind of hard to do free trade when there are like pirates when you don't have always- a centralized military power well yeah did you hear the story of uh the time a north korean ship was at, like also by the way there are sanctions on north korea from a lot of other countries but some countries north korea can still legally do trade with and there's a really good story i heard where this north korean ship was coming back from whatever country with supplies to bring back to north korea and they were being attacked by uh by pirates in the indian ocean uh and uh uh like a U.S. warship was able to like, like fight off the pirates and then patch up the North Korean warship and send them on their way. If that's imperialism, then I okay. What's terrible about that? Okay, I mean that's neat, I guess, but that doesn't negate like if an empire does one good thing, they're not no longer an empire. Well, but but also, that's that's we're that's a totally the separate set by the international community. Like, it's not like we're the ones setting the rules. Right. The guy with the biggest gun in the room has no influence over what the rules are. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all, we don't have it's any, all equal yeah, footing. We have a voice too, but it, our interests aren't necessarily in the conquering and the controlling of other nations. It's in the facilitation of free trade. I'm that's sure kind of that's our, our pure interests. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the military industrial complex or oil or poppy fields i'm sure it has nothing to do with any of that but that's a separate conversation but the biggest but for our corporate overlords the biggest thing is making money and trade does that Mm -hmm. so anything that would threaten their income yeah they're gonna say like hey no let's not do that so it's imperialism on behalf of global capital that sounds like what you're describing if you think that free trade on behalf of other nations is imperialism then i sure I mean, you're arguing against a pretty popular consensus. Um, so wait, I, do you think that we should just like, we should just take out all of our military from these countries and just let whatever happen, happen? Gavin, see, so you're doing that thing again that I've talked to you about where I make an argument and you extrapolate the most extreme possible version of that argument as like my core like conclusion well, I just don't see any other alternative. I don't know, man. It's like I've been trying to say, it's a separate conversation. We're talking about Ukraine and we're talking about cluster bombs. Okay. Hey, Ale- hey Alex, I love you. I love you. Yeah. I do. I really do. Yeah. I know I, I know. I'm, I know. I'm hard on you, kid. I know. I, know. I, I love you, though. Yeah. No, see, the thing is, I, it, I am one of many people talking about U.S. imperialism, and you, you act like it's a new thing that I just made up. I mean, it's not new, but to say 
like you you almost say it with an air like it's tyrannical to have military bases all over the world and extend your influence I mean, is that tyrannical i mean i don't know if that's the word i would use i i don't know i i don't know man i don't know I mean, I just, I think that uh, protecting the facilitation of free trade among multiple nations around the world is an inherently good thing. I guess maybe if that's <clears throat> exclusively what we did with our military influence and our military power, but that's not all that we do. I mean, yeah, but our actions in one area aren't the rule for everywhere. Sure. So, I mean, our actions in one area, protecting quote-unquote free trade, uh doesn't as far as military bases go in like the pacific and atlantic doesn't yeah. negate for instance our illegal and offensive wars in iraq and afghanistan which were 20 years ago but and are continued up to very recently well actually uh yeah we stopped in afghanistan um and iraq is currently independent so uh, what do you mean so we what we didn't invade them then we did yeah Actually, we invaded Iraq and then we're like to overthrew Saddam Hussein. And then we're like, I, I forget the history on that. They lied completely. about weapons of mass destruction and then overthrew Saddam Hussein. That was Bush Jr. Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. Uh, drove Iraq out of Kuwait. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, yeah, we sent cluster bombs. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, the second point that I was going to make with that is if this conflict is enough to supposedly dry up our regular ass like bullets and shit. Maybe it's time to come up with an exit strategy. I know you don't agree, but it just seems like there's got to be a way to facilitate some kind of, you know, more peaceful resolution instead of just keeping this conflict going indefinitely. It's going to be a money pit and it's going to be a body pit. We're going to just keep throwing lives at this. I mean, not we, not United States. That's not our fault. That's Russia's fault. They're the ones keeping this war going. Okay. I mean... So... The... the I mean, I'm saying, like, there, really, there's got to be some kind of peaceful resolution to this. Because, I mean, if we don't give up and we know that Russia won't give up until they just f- fucking collapse, then there's got to be some kind of negotiation that can be done. Well, I and, mean... So you just, but you just said it yourself. Russia won't give up until they fucking collapse. Any peace negotiation will only be uh, uh, an attempt to buy time to regather your troops and try again. Yeah, I mean, That's I what don't. Russia has historically done. I don't think That's there's what a historically done and will historically continue to do. I don't think there's under, a perfect under Vladimir Putin. I don't think there's a perfect resolution to this, but there's got to be something other than just indefinite fighting. Right, and I well, and you know, you say that. But I think that should be a decision that is up to Ukraine. If Ukraine is like, actually, we're done with this. We just want to go to the table and negotiate peace. The United States would be like, okay, cool. Um, which doesn't really fall in line with this imperialism hypothesis. Uh, if anything, we would say, no, Ukraine, don't make peace. Keep fighting. Okay. I but mean, yeah, we are continuing the, our- the fighting. We're not. Ukraine is saying we want to keep fighting. Can we have weapons, please? Yeah, and we keep sending them weapons. Right. But that's not us saying keep fighting. Sure. We're just giving Ukraine the. Uh, I mean, we don't need to tell to them to keep themselves. fighting. 
Yeah, but that's a decision up to Ukraine, and we're just aiding them in that. Actually, it's not just us. It's the entire international community, uh, minus China uh, and uh, – I don't know the countries off the top of my head. I think China and India aren't, aren't aiding in that, but sure, like all of Europe is – yeah, I mean, but I'm. I guess if we're the guys bankrolling the operation, I mean, if we're sending them all of this shit to use, it doesn't seem unreasonable to say, "Look, hey, you're you're kind of you're bleeding us dry, apparently, because we've run out of bullets to send you." Uh, either fucking go to the negotiating table, or I mean, we can't keep this going forever. And then, how will that look on the international stage, though? You I have don't know. one country, uh, Russia, saying. We're going to take this country by force. Uh, and then the United States, who is, by the way, freshly pulled out of Afghanistan after we said we would uh, support their uh, democracy. Um, and we have made promises to Ukraine saying we're going to help you defend yourself against an obvious aggressor, an obvious illegal war that has uh, also uh, caused Ukraine to be the victim of genocide. Um, and you know what? After all that, we're just done. Well, I think like, we've done more than we would expect any look? other country to do for us. I mean, how what? long is this going and have we made progress? Have we driven uh, we Russia have. out? No, we haven't yet. And not we. Ukraine hasn't yet. Yeah, I mean, what's the what's the the path to victory? I mean, do we, do we have a clear like do we see the end of this? Uh I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know the specifics there, but, uh, just get Russia out of Ukraine is the whole thing. It's also being, a, it's, it's, it's also being an example of, uh, like a, like a symbol as to, um, how larger countries can't just take over European countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with this war. Uh, it's a war of aggression on behalf of Russia, and we should keep supporting Ukraine as long as it takes for them to drive the Russian occupiers out. All right. All right. Um, yeah, that's that's all that I really want to get into with the whole R Ukraine situation. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Do you worry at all about the uh, the cluster bombs escalating things no because russia has been actively escalating things since this war started i don't think russia's dumb enough to use nuclear weapons that would just cause the end of the world and russia can't you can't you can have ukraine or you can have the end of the world it's like they're in a lose-lose situation and i don't think russians which are inherently where the power comes from for putin um would agree with that yeah i mean russians have been disagreeing with the war like the entire time there have been protests going on there and then they've been arrested yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i don't know when this war will end but i'm i, I hope we stick in it until yeah. it's over yeah i just i think what bothers me is the hypocrisy of it all like the united states being the one to go after a, a country like and, and say like you know these guys are bad for doing an illegal and offensive war after our illegal and offensive wars like that's 
Like it's a little rich coming from you. Also, like we have criticized Russia for using cluster bombs and now we are sending cluster bombs. Granted, they're less dangerous than the ones that Russia has been using. Uh, actually, still. Russia's cluster bombs have a dud rate of about 30%. Yeah. So ours is 2%. Um, yeah, but the issue doesn't not- lie in the dud rate specifically. It's just cluster bombs are, uh, to put it lightly, a general no-no amongst the world. Not us, not Ukraine, not Russia. Well, we do have our own law against exporting cluster bombs with more than a one. With a more than one percent, right? Yeah, and we are exporting with more than a one percent. Yeah, but that's our. You're saying the international community is against that. The international community is against cluster bombs, but we aren't. Ukraine isn't, and Russia isn't. Those are the three elements that matter in this discussion. Everything else is, as it relates to cluster bombs, everything else is sort of irrelevant. Sure, but I mean, if the if the law is our best attempt to codify morality, then I think looking at the letter of the law is, you're missing the point. It's more about the principle of it. Like all of these countries, and I don't, I, I'm going to look up if the United States is one of those countries, because I feel like I remember hearing that we did sign off on that. Okay, I found a Wikipedia page on the Convention on Cluster Munitions. Um... All right, state parties. Are we on the list? Oh, we are not. Oh, Tunisia is. That's where my old roommate is from. Anyway, um, put a marker in there. Um, all right, yeah, we did not sign off on that. Maybe we should have. All these other countries, including like a lot of our allies, have signed off on it. Yeah. I mean, I in, in my mind, uh, we can we can deal with the hypocrisy after Russia's out of Ukraine. Yeah, but we won't. I mean, you should just vote. You should just vote. I guess, but what'll that do against against an issue like this? I mean, who are we voting the, for that will stop this? I I I don't know, but will voting our, blue stop this? Avenue. Joe Biden is the one sending them, and he's the guy that we have to get behind in the next election. I know, but uh, it's our only avenue for change through our votes. So, I mean, what else? I mean, there is other, also like protesting what, and and. Other Which organizing. is wholly pointless. <laughs> is it? It kind of is. You don't have to listen to them. What? So you think the civil rights movement was pointless? No. I mean, uh, even electorally, there are like, you know, there are there are intersections of protesting and well, you know, electoralism. Let me rephrase that. It's not wholly pointless. It's unactionable. It doesn't, uh, and it's in and of itself. Uh, instigate action inherently sure nothing in and of itself inherently instigates action you got to combine except things. for a bill signed by the president hmm? <laughs> except for bills signed by the president yeah right but i mean that can only go so far if you don't like cluster bombs or you don't like whatever military action uh your whoever you vote for is chances are going to continue doing the thing that you don't like well we'll see then yeah. Anyway, how are how are we doing on time? Okay, we have we have uh, not hour. enough time to cover uh, the rest of this news, so we will maybe get to it. Uh, so we watched a movie this week. We did. I mean, so to correct that, I I have seen this movie you have and seen I watched a the history. Movie. I I uh, watched the history buffs um, review of it. I think that um, retroactively makes all of my points correct and all of yours dumb and stupid and wrong. You know, because you haven't seen the movie. 
I'm gonna jump off a bridge now. Now that you said that, I'm gonna jump off a bridge. Okay, if I can do it. You good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just like I'm doing a podcast right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched a movie, The Death of Stalin, uh, chronicling comedically the, uh, the the aftermath and the governmental uh, fucking whatever. Shenanigans. I would say shenanigans. Shenanigans. For sure. Shit pile. The fucking governmental dishevelment. Well, just of just the... a scramble for power. Right. Well, and like what you're what you're seeing is, way. Yeah. What you're seeing is the consequences of building a government based on just pure power and just like yeah. scaring as many people as you can and building this right. like cult around yourself. Yeah. Like you're going to surround yourself with people that also are just trying to, you know, hoard as much power as they can. And the moment it looks like the moment you cough, they will be uh, scrambling to like right. pick away at, at what you've built or what you have yeah. helmed. Do you remember that scene where it's, it's like post Stalin stroke and he's, they have him laid out on a couch mm-hmm. and, and like that one, I forget Actually, his I name, his but bed. he's the, He's the he's the main guy You'd who know that if you saw the movie. is trying to is trying to grab. I saw the I've seen the movie. You'd know it if you uh, he's watched the main the guy movie. who's trying. He's the main guy who's trying to grab power, but Stalin is he's still like technically alive, just a little brain dead, and he tries to like like Stalin tries to like sit up or something. This is like while this one Politburo guy is like literally making fun of Stalin to his face. Yeah. And then Stalin just kind of sits up a little bit, and instantly he's just like, "Oh, father of Russia, I'm so sorry. I love you. Everyone loves you. You're amazing." And then Stalin <laughs> lays back down. And he's just like, "You fucking dirty old man. You stupid, <laughs> dirty, covered in your own piss and shit, old man. We're gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> it's really funny. I love that. You know, I I love like because of just how like he's cultivated this like a cult of fear around him and like yeah he has like lists of people that are just fucking you fucking kill them fucking they they wronged me and they should die um yeah because of that because of the inconsistent nature of it uh you have people being like oh yeah fucking fuck fuck paulina yeah she sucks she was a traitor to the state oh she's back all the evidence was all it was actually all contrived and there were no witnesses yeah yeah. Or remember when um they're in like Stalin's mansion and Svetlana shows up and they're all like Svetlana, Svetlana, come here, come right, here. Right in my Svetlana. car. Right in my car. Right in my car. In my car. In my car. <laughs> it's so fucking fun. It's a race. It's a it's it's just a gross, icky race to the bottom. Yeah. And I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And it's funny because it's true. This stuff like happened. This is real. Mm-hmm. They had nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I like I like the cast. I think it, the cast yeah. is very good. There's really there's great some, they got cast. some good actors. Steve Buscemi was great in this. Mm-hmm. Uh I like I really liked the the military guy. He was great. And oh, with the scar? Yeah, like face? the like the yeah. general or whatever. He was like the head of mm-hmm. the Russian military. He was cool. I yeah. really liked him. Just his whole vibe. Yeah, and I feel like he's I, like a no nonsense, like let's just find a way this works kind of guy. But also, he will fuck with you. 
oh yeah, I yeah, love that's that. What, that that's what I like, love also, about. Also, I could kill you. I could easily um, get you killed. Yeah. Well, I I was thinking during the movie, I was like, I recognize this guy. Where do I recognize him from? I just Googled him. He was uh, Daddy Snape, or uh, not Daddy Snape, uh, Daddy Malfoy. Oh, oh, dude. What? No. Wait, yeah. hold on. Wait, I need to look up something. Once oh, you shit. see him with the hair, you, you see it. You're looking him up? I think I know him from something else. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, he is in. This is my favorite segment. What else was this guy in? He was in the Patriot. No, 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 really. He was in Peter Pan. Oh, uh, oh I think he was, he was in, in Harry Star Potter. Trek's Discovery. Yeah, dude. Is it is it Jason Isaacs? Yeah, Jason Isaacs. Dude, he's in Star Trek Discovery. Dude. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that. Okay, I knew I knew Cars his face too. from something. Oh, he Daddy was in Malfoy. Superman Red Sun. If I had a nickel for that. every Jason Isaacs movie that takes place in 1950s Soviet Russia, I would have two nickels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he played um, Superman in, in Superman Red Sun. Oh, really? Yeah. Small world. That's nuts. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, this movie is, is, it's just funny. I, I heard a, a story of like the production of how they were trying to like pull this off and they're like, they're like, let's try to make this as historically accurate as comedically necessary and possible. Mm -hmm. And so they tried to have the actors talk in like Russian accents, but in the English. I was going like, to I was just... going to bring that up. Yeah, you can you can do it. I like I, it's really great. Yeah. No, I love how um, how everyone like is just speaking in their normal accent. Uh, the, like the connection that I made is it feels very community theater, not in that it's bad, just like. Everyone's putting in their all. They are doing their best, but no one can do an accent. It's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, uh, so I yeah. like that. I I would, as much as I would love to see Steve Buscemi try to do a Russian accent, uh, I'm glad that they went with that. Hey, Steve, just do yourself. You're just, just please, just talk to <laughs> Just pretend like just pretend like your character was born in the United States and then lived there for like twenty years before moving back to Russia. Just with his parents just or something. Be Steve and, Buscemi playing Khrushchev. Yeah. Right. Um Oh god, it's so good. And so remember that one scene where they're at the open casket for Stalin? Yeah, and they're you? like Because you haven't yeah, seen the movie. I've seen the movie, Alex. You didn't watch it. I've seen the movie. You didn't watch the movie. I've seen it. I've seen the movie. This is you right now. I did everything right and they indicted me. <laughs> Actually, Dude, that's me when um, I get on Stalin's shit list. <laughs> um they're they're at the, the Stalin's open casket and two guys are bickering and they're like one guy looks at the other guy he's like let's let's trade places and the dude's like no, I don't want to stand next to him. Yeah. And the dude's like come on, we can make it look official and it's like no. Oh yeah, we can make and, it look like the part of the proceedings. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi fucking does the whole like steps forward steps to the side and, he, and then the dude's like what the fuck are you doing and he's like i'm trading places with you and he's like i said no yeah. we're not doing this you look like a fucking idiot that was the one time that that guy felt like he was in charge of anything when he just said no to steve buscemi i did not so believe for a moment uh, that this guy was going to be in charge of anything Dude, no one thought he would be like, actually, though, historically, everyone in the Politburo thought he was just like the funny comedic guy that Stalin only kept around because he made him laugh. And then um, when Stalin died, uh, it was like a race to the bottom. But it turned out 
that a lot of the people in the Politburo, especially the people in charge of assassinating people Stalin wanted dead, uh, were also rapists and pedophiles. Yeah, it turns out. Turns out. And so, um, yeah, so uh, fucking uh, not Khrushchev. Was it Khrushchev? Um, Khrushchev was the guy that ended up being uh, in charge, but Malenkov yeah. was the guy, like the, the guy in white that like Malenkov. He was like Stalin Jr. for like a weekend. Right. Oh, dude, it was so funny. He's like, um, I'm the next. I'm next. And the, like, he, they're like, no, actually, we're not the, kill the, you. the document says that I have to wear Stalin's outfits. <laughs> uh, they're like, no, but we're not. Did he die? I forget. Did they kill him? I, you know what? He might have done my deal. He might have been like thirty thousand dollars. I get out of your hair, and you don't be mean to me, or I will kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kill myself. And I'll blame you. Yeah, and your parents um, will be disappointed. Yeah, not angry, just disappointed. Mm-hmm. And they'll have that conversation too. They'll say, "Listen, he 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 died. He killed himself. We're we're not angry. We're just disappointed." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just want to know um, what's going on. I just like the fact that he he's like wearing the outfit and he's like, I'm next. I'm the dude. And they're like, no, but we're not going to kill you. Yeah. Also, are you wearing a girdle? Are you wearing a corset? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> um, God. Yeah. So, I mean, let's actually just start from the beginning. Stalin is listening to a fucking Stalin uh, recording of a spoiler symphony. alert. He does. Dude, he's he dead today. No. Dude, he was dead what? during 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, where was Stalin during 9-11? He wasn't in the office. He was just jerking off or whatever it is Stalin did. You think Stalin jerked off? Oh, I mean, definitely before he took power. I feel like after I mean, he probably right. like had someone, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I imagine he had someone like, do I it. can imagine him at a Politburo meeting and he's just like there jerking it. And it like, was Dude, he's Lyndon B. Johnsoning it. <laughs> Oh, dude. Hey, Gavin, hey, Gavin. Hey, did you know that LBJ is Spanish for the BJ? <laughs> you made more to laugh with that. I am so proud of that moment. <laughs> Anyone listening, was, I think we had him on for like our second or third episode. Mord. Yeah. He was, he was in the What's class. What's he up to nowadays? Hmm? Do you know what he's up to now and day? I think he just lives on a farm and is like raising a daughter or something. That's cool. He's just raising this kid. I don't know. He was like some kind of like agriculture or whatever teacher before he uh, did the film class. Probably went back to yeah. that. Let's he's, find yeah, out his exact just, home address. He was just cool. I don't know. I just dude, he was. Him. Dude, yeah, I wanted um, him to like me. That's that's me, dude, the kind of cool he was. He didn't like me. He didn't. <laughs> I like he to think like he loved me. me. But he just never told me and he'd always act you opposite. Think you like me? You... <laughs> Notice we survive. <laughs> Notice me. Notice me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway. So Stalin's listening to this. Stalin's listening to the symphony. Actually, this really happened. He's listening to the symphony. The symphony, and he's like, "It's on the radio, not being recorded." And he's like, "I really like this. I want a recording of it." So he calls him. He's like, "A little I want a recording of a symphony," and they're like. Then no one has the guts to tell him, oh, I'm sorry, it's not being recorded, but we can send you, like, what it is. We can send you, like, the, like, actual, it's like Beethoven. We can yeah. send you, the, like, a recording of it. 
But no one has the guts to say that because usually if you defy Stalin in any fucking way, he kills you. So they decide they decide to do it again, but they have to wake everyone up because everyone has already left. No, they were like and filing, or is this like in the truth? Did they change I mean, it for the I, movie? Because I, I don't know. In the so movie, it was like everyone was like filing out of the building, and the guy was like, "Get back in your seat." <laughs> I like how he's just like, "Hello, everyone. Uh, we're gonna do this again." Get back um, in your fucking seat. Stay in your seats. Stay in your seats. It's all right. Everyone just stay in your seats. Stay in your fucking seats. Don't defy me. <laughs> stay in your seats. It's so fucking funny, dude. I love it. Um, And it's actually true that like, um, so the dude who was supposed to be like the technician to record it, um, he he actually passed out because he was so fucking frightened. Jesus. Uh, you no, know, like in real life. In the, uh. in the movie, they, they have him like tripping and he fell and then a bucket like knocked him out like a bucket fell and knocked him out that's okay um, that's too comedic i love that it's so slapstick <laughs> um but Sorry, was reality, he played by charlie chaplin in real life he was he in real life a character by the actor charlie chaplin i'm gonna let you answer that question alex i'm gonna let you really let me put it to you this way charlie chaplin was, died in the 70s was he so. played by charlie chaplin <laughs> um, anyway um so they so it's funny because like some of the guests had left and they just couldn't find them so they just found peasants from off the street and they're like you in now yeah and they and then the the dude who was in charge the 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 dude who like who controls the orchestra with the sticks conductor stick. the conductor, conductor some people call him <laughs> the conductor uh i i forget exactly what happened to him i'm pretty sure he like got sick or something because like they're like stalin wants a recording so we need to do this. no he was too nervous that was, that's what it is he was too nervous and he couldn't do it because uh. he knew stalin may kill him if he doesn't do it right and so they found another conductor in moscow and woke him up at like three in the morning and we're like hey listen hey hey we need you now <laughs> And this isn't a choice. And they ended up doing it and sending Stalin uh, a copy of it. And with it, the person who was playing piano wrote a note saying, like, you're awful and terrible and I hate you. I donated the money that you paid me personally to the to the to the church. I'm sure God will forgive you for all your sins. And then Stalin saw that uh, in the movie. It shows him laughing. He probably actually did laugh. Um, and then uh, he fucking had a stroke. <laughs> And, dude, she uh, killed Stalin. Yeah, yeah, dude. A woman killed Stalin. That's progressive. That's really progressive. We should have more women assassins. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, it's funny because, and they show a scene in this where the two guards are like, uh, are are standing and they hear Stalin fall, and one guy's like, should we, should we like check on him? And the other guard is like shut the fuck up do you want to get us killed yeah <laughs> shut the fuck up and so in the morning when stalin's supposed to get his breakfast they go in and they see him just drenched in his own piss that is pretty ironic the like the cult of fear that he that he made uh ended mm -hmm. up uh preventing people from saving his life there's a whole documentary on it there's a whole documentary about yeah we it. just watched it uh it's called the death of Stalin. Yeah, twenty seventeen. That's it. Free on Tubi. Ugh, he was just seventeen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the way he looked was covered in piss. <laughs> yeah. 
So how he looked covered how, in piss because he was he was <laughs> his own piss. Anyway, that Politburo shows up and they're like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! What do we do? Is he going to live? Is he alive? Can he can he function?" Um, I know it's that too, mom. Thank you. It's it's one thirty. How far of a drive sure. is it? What's the it's address like, of the dentist you're going to? What's the home address of the dentist? It's literally less than five miles away. Well, so how many minutes? Anyway, how many minutes is that? I, I give me a fifth. If I'm 15 for commute, it'll be fine. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, so they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? Is he, can he still function? And that's what that, it's funny because they weren't necessarily concerned about, about Stalin, like, <laughs> being okay. Is they this still worried. the guy signing my paycheck? Yeah. And like, hey, if we treat him, is he going to, is he going to kill us? Yeah. And that's why all the, that's why all the doctors refuse to treat him. Get a bad the, doctor. Get a bad doctor because all the really, good ones they, were sent to the gulag. And if they, if they revive him, then he wasn't a bad doctor. Right. Um, anyway, so Stalin has, I think a couple days of like still being by definition alive, uh, before he like actually died. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, I would say it's sad, but it's Stalin, so eh. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. Actually, I would say that all life is sacred, and I think that it's bad to, uh, uh, to not feel bad for people that die, no matter how uh, bad they are. This is a comment on the Titan submersible. Okay, there's a difference <laughs> from the people in the Titan submersible and fucking I think they were, Stalin. I think they were literally Stalin. I think they were all they were all they were individually all, Stalin. Here's the here's what happened when Stalin died. Fragments of his soul entered other people. Yeah, and through it's like Horcruxes. It's like it's like a Horcrux. Um, <laughs> you think a storyline, a movie storyline about prostitutes would be called a Horcrux? No, I don't think it would be. Anyway, I would say best movie ever. We didn't even talk about it. Like <laughs> we've been talking good... about it. It's it's good. It's I think no. it's 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 funny and like uh, like a oh, fucking absurd is this kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I just love the the like it rem- helps us remember that even if you have a really important job, air quotes really important job, um, everyone's just a big kid. Yeah, yeah. These everyone's our world is kid. run by children that got old. <laughs> true actually though they're just big children uh at the end of the day um who are, who are just as petty and mean and and fucking whatever as anyone else my cat wants pets hold on <sighs> dude he looks like he just this went is, to space he's got that look in his Stal- eyes this is stalin this is stalin dude your cat hi, is hi, literally stalin, stalin. I can't believe you named your cat after Joseph Stalin, that guy that you really like. His name is Rufus. Who you quote to me all the time. Mm. Mm. Rufus Stalin? Rufus Robinette Stalin? (laughs) (laughs) Rufus Robinette Stalin? (laughs) Rufus, what are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? Anyway, uh, Death of Stalin, best movie ever. Um, I would say so. Very funny. Uh, Next week, it is my turn to pick uh, because I did get Svetlana Stalin into my car. So I'm the new, uh, (laughs) what was it? General secretary. General secretary of the Communist Party. Yeah. I'm the secretary of picking the movie for next week. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know 
what to pick. I've I've been wanting to see Starship Troopers. I've heard it's very good, sort of a satire on like, you know, heavy militarism uh of the flash that just got put out on on digital. You can watch it at home now. Uh cool. I want to I want to watch it just to see how bad of a train wreck it is cuz it's like it's kind of comically bad at times. I mean, just the CGI is terrible. Yeah, but also it's like just uh, they made weird choices, like like digitally resurrecting Christopher Reeve. Right. Remember that King Kong movie starring Jack Black? I'm sorry, what? Remember that King Remember that King Kong movie with Jack Black? Yeah, in I'm it? looking that up. Look up No, no, look up King Kong Jack Black scene. The CGI is fucking terrible. Oh, he was in it's King Kong fucking, 2005. Yeah, it's terrible. No, just look at look at the scene. It's it, like all these dinosaurs are like chasing I'll him. I'll watch it later. We got to decide on a movie. They all they all fall and uh it's just like let me put it to you this way. Uh me and my dad were watching it once on TV. It was just like a on TV movie. And yeah. we were watching it and that scene came up and my dad just went, "Wow, that's terrible." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, they're terrible CGI dinosaurs that Jack Black has to pretend he's running from. And That's I love great. Jack Black because he just put, puts his full devotion into it. Dude, I, I love Jack Black so much. He puts his I whole pussy so into much. everything. Dude, I just love it. I, I love his Peaches song. Oh, yeah. Um, what? A, so we could also do another Indiana Jones movie. Uh, those are always fun. Or 65, that movie with Adam Driver and there's dinosaurs and it's the past, but maybe the future. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. All right. 65. 65 dinosaurs. Under the sea. 65 dinosaurs under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. Adam Driver is uh, a. <laughs> that's, that's the words. In the- Wait, what is that one scene, that well, that one movie that he was in where he's just like, I just had sex and now I'm eating nachos? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, have you not seen that? I don't know. I'll look that up later. Adam Driver, I just had sex and now I'm eating nachos. That's great. That's great. It is. I'm petting my cat with my foot. Awesome. And he loves it. And he's loving he's it. He's a freak. Yeah, he's, he's super got that freak, Dan eh? Schneider energy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you want to get to recommendations does. of the week? Yeah. Let's recommend the week. If you have any, uh, add them. Don't George Glass uh, this actually, one again. No, I have one. You have, have one. one. Do, do you have? Is it? Are you gonna look at something on the wall, and then recommend that? No. I really like clocks. No, I. So you know, everyone likes drinking liquids. You know, everyone likes like swallowing some good old liquid, uh, and you always need something to you water. You always need. No, it's not. I always need something to hold that liquid, and that's why I love cans. Cans always help us uh, with drinking liquids. Um, uh, interesting thing about these cans in particular is that they can stack on top of each other, making the logistics of transferring liquids Are they very easy. Uh, they're not reusable. They're single-use cans. Um, and you can print whatever you want on them. They can be colorful. They have a nice little a like, tab top to, might be to crack open. Um, not if you want energy drinks, Alex. Um, and the cool thing about these, these tops on them is that, uh, at first they're actually pushing, pulling up a pin and that relieves the pressure. And then after that, it becomes a lever and that is what opens up. I'm giving you the the light. 
and makes it easy to I'm giving you liquids. the light so just remember when you're drinking liquids uh cans can do that I'm giving you the light get off the stage <laughs> <laughs> anyway i have i have some recommendations oh also roller rollerblading i would have led with that maybe and just skipped the can <laughs> thing <laughs> uh, i'm funny yeah okay anyway uh i read <laughs> Fuck you dude <laughs> i i read spider-man renew your vows a few days ago and it's very good it's a mini series from i think 2019 uh it's oh no it was from like 2015 because it tied in with secret Spider-Man, wars join the institution of marriage yeah um so like i've talked about how uh, one more day screwed up spider-man and like we've just kind of been recovering from it since not even really recovering just kind of dealing with it uh so this was a secret wars tie-in it's like an elseworld kind of thing where uh spider-man did not sacrifice his marriage to the devil and him and mary jane watson have a kid together and uh it's it's cool it's uh have you seen across the spider-verse yet yeah yeah so you know how he has like a kid in that yeah similar situation baby got powers and I he's just, like what just do i do have with it this? Be pl- just have it be played by toby mcguire though nah, dude i toby mcguire i, I cannot awesome see playing a dad I can't see Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man uh, reproducing. Well, I I think it's I, I think it'd be really funny if if it's if it's like a Spider-Man movie, but it's Tobey Maguire and uh, he's just a normal guy. He's Spider-Man. Like everyone knows that Spider-Man. Like that is Spider-Man. They know that this individual is Spider-Man, but no one cares. Yeah. And so he's just like a dad and has a kid and like 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 whenever whenever someone's like, man, I can't reach this thing uh, you know oh damn he just goes and, he's, and they're like oh yeah i forgot your spider-man thanks appreciate it yeah so anyway uh renew your vows is good uh the the whole like the whole like plot of it uh beyond like the whole family stuff is uh there's this bad guy and his whole thing is he kills people and takes their superpowers Wait, is his name is his name corn pop yeah it's actually it's corn pop he's a very bad dude and he runs a lot of bad boys uh, and he like kills all of the Avengers and the X-Men and all the other superheroes, except for like Spider-Man and a few other people. And he's like, I got to take all these powers and because the multiverse is collapsing and I got to face doom, uh, who is like running battle world during uh secret wars. And everyone is like, dude, you're fucking crazy. And we're going to defeat you. And they do. Um, but like the kind of ironic part is like no he's he's right like their, their multiverse like their universe is gonna just fucking collapse into battle world um but no it's a good family story uh it kind of gives you a taste of what should have happened in the mainline uh, continuity like it just feels like a very good like avenue of growth for peter parker instead of just keeping him stagnated like between the age of like 25 and 35 for the past like 20 years that's what i like i like that um that's great yeah i've also been watching my adventures with superman that's the uh, the new superman adult swim cartoon very heavily inspired by anime uh it's it's a beautiful show uh what what i like about it is that they get the character like very uh, very 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 right very correct um they they write him very well 
they don't try to like make him like more like modern and like dark and gritty. Uh, people conflate modernizing Superman with just making him fucking depressing. And I don't like that. This is kind of like the antithesis of that. And it's very good so far. First three episodes are out and it's just, it's good. First episode is on YouTube. The others are on HBO Max or just fucking steal it. That's me playing my character guy that doesn't care about piracy. Uh, and I have two uh, YouTube recommendations. Well, YouTube slash podcast. Uh, one of them is a YouTube video by this guy. Um, I don't know. Who is it? Who is it? Let me pull this up. Uh, no bit rate. Uh, 18,000 subscribers. Very uh, low number of subscribers for like the quality of, uh, of, this, of this video. It's I built a life-size Sonic that can cut you in half. Did I play that while you were here? Yeah. 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 He he gets like the dimensions of Sonic the Hedgehog, like the weight of him and stuff, and cuts like a saw blade out of some like very thick like steel, and he just he just gets it spinning really fast and launches it at stuff with a rental car. With a rental car, which is I think is very funny. Uh, it's a very good watch. Link in description. Uh, and then I have a podcast recommendation from Adam Conover, uh, his show Factually. It's pretty good. I listened to this one a few weeks ago. It's called Saving Time is for Suckers with Jenny O'Dell. And it's kind of like a deep dive into uh, like how we conceptualize time. Because like the way that we think about it now with like exact hours and minutes is relatively new. And it's uh, very much a product of capitalist industrialization. Like the idea of like being somewhere by like 3 p.m. sharp. Like that's just not how we've done things historically, like especially like hey, pre-industrialization. Alex. Yeah. Hey, Alex, I got to go. <laughs> okay. That's my last one. If you want to, if you want to ski daddle. I, I have to go like, I have to go like now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Go. Don't you know I don't want you anymore? All right. And with him gone. I think that's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Blue Save. If you like and like it, if you subscribe and subscribe, if you comment, it better be nice. Nice comments only. Links and descriptions for all of my social media. Gavin has nothing, so don't follow him anywhere. Don't do it; it's unwise and all that. Uh, follow me on, on Instagram, on, on YouTube, uh, TikTok, even though I don't post there, and etc. and etc. And have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. our official business hours. And let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get out of here.